Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here and I wanted to share with you some ways I believe that business and media and social media are dramatically changing. I feel like the changes are happening more quickly than ever. Uh, I'm seeing more and more traditional businesses struggling. I'm seeing more and more people who are embracing, of course, the internet, but the newer social media channels, I'm seeing them win more quickly, seems more effortlessly. And there's a shift in culture, there's a shift in technology, and I think there needs to be a, a shift in mindset as well as strategy. So I think firstly is people used to say, people do say, you know, that business is hard and being an entrepreneur is hard and, you know, running your own business is hard. I'd like to start changing that dialogue because I think it's easier than ever. Now, some people would argue, well, you know, the problems are just different because obviously we have this, we're fully connected and addicted to media and social media. So our problems might be now of overwhelm and, you know, maybe access to too much information. I certainly would say overwhelm is a first world problem. And overwhelm wasn't an issue that business owners had in the 60s or 70s, for sure. But for me, it's still a first world problem because too many opportunities is better than not enough opportunities. And I think that there are so many opportunities out there now that I'm just so excited to be a business person in this current landscape. So I don't think business is hard anymore. I think that you might be new to it and you may, may not have a, a, such a big social media following as some people and you may not yet have the experience. But if you think about having a shop in the 1970s, well, you went to the bank manager, you begged him for some money or her. You probably got a 25 year loan. You paid, you know, you put as much money as you could down. You put all your assets as security and you probably paid that loan for 25 years and you had this huge overhead. You had a, a shop that was local uh, and you had to buy stock and take all that risk. And then you'd only have customers that were local coming to your, you know, your butcher, your baker, your candlestick maker. If you think about the trades that people were learning um, back then, you know, 30, 40 years ago, people were learning to be plumbers, carpenters, painters, decorators, etc. Now people are learning to be videographers, podcasters and YouTubers. And they are leveraging social media and reaching hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands or millions of followers and fans and subscribers. Now, I've had my podcast, what, four years? And we have millions of subscribers and downloads. Uh, I've been doing social media properly for five years uh, and we have hundreds of thousands of followers of, across all social media. 
I'd say I've probably got more followers across social media in five years than I have building an email database in 15 years. So I have about 450,000 people that subscribe to one of my companies, Progressive Property, and about 250,000 that subscribe to another one of my companies, Progressive Success. But that's been 15 years to build, and that has cost millions of pounds to build. But pound for pound, um, not, not indirect costs of time and things like that, but actual ad cost, hard cost to build podcast uh, subscribers and followers on social media is virtually nil. I mean, it's £100,000, £150,000 over five years. And most of that was just test budget. And actually, what's brought me the most followers, subscribers, likes, etc., is recommendations or rankings in the charts or just general organic shares, you know, and people seeing my work naturally and organically, not through forced paid ads. So back then as well, if you wanted to do advertising and marketing, you had to go to a massive publication, a newspaper, a magazine. You had to risk thousands of pounds in the hope that someone would call your number. Um, or TV or radio, which is, of course, prohibitively expensive. Now you pay per click. You pay per click on Google or you pay per impression or you pay per click on Facebook or Spotify or Amazon. And you can have your own budget. You can have £5 a day, £50 a day, £500 a day, £5 million a day, depending on the budget you've got. So you can start small and you can test. You had no testing ability in traditional media because it was printed and done. You couldn't then test it and test it again. TV ads were done. They couldn't be tested. But now you can split test A-B ads, A-B landing pages, A-B thank you pages. You can have different autoresponders, different messages, different iframes that present different bits of information uh, you know, on a commercial page. And you can literally test all ads and constantly better your best ad, paying pounds at a time not thousands or tens of thousands, so minimal wastage. And then you only scale up when you've got these proven tested ads. So advertising has changed. Your reach has changed. When you were a butcher, baker, candlestick maker, all business was local. Now all business is global. And I have listeners in 202 countries across the world. I didn't even know there were 202 countries. But my analytics on this tell me that I have millions of subscribers and um, downloads. I'm talking more than 6 million um, in 202 countries. Now, I am not a celebrity. Uh, now, it's all right for someone like David Beckham to set up his Instagram and get 50 million followers instantly because he's got massive fame. I believe Matt Perry, um, what was he in? Was he in Friends? Set, recently set up, I think, an Instagram account and got millions of followers like in a day. But, you know, you or I, we're not celebrities. Well, you might be. I'm not. Um, I do have quite a lot of celebrities that follow me and I'm very successful business people already. But from a standing start, anyone could have a post that goes viral. So I've got a friend. She's lovely. She's called Shah, Shah Wasmund. And uh, she's got a decent following. Don't get me wrong. She's not like small, but she's not got millions. Uh, and she did one post on the Caroline Flack issue uh, and she got 7,200 shares. 7,200 shares. So that one post has reached millions of people. Uh, now, look, she's, you know, she's very successful, but she's not a, a massive traditional celebrity. Anyone could do a post that gets 7,200 shares if it's that kind of content. Um, it has a meaningful message. The platforms pick up on it. People pick up on it. So it's a great leveler. Now, of course, it is an advantage if you, for example, have um, 
already got a following or you've already got, you know, a business behind you. But everyone starts at the same place. Everyone, everyone always wants a beginner. Every master always wants a disaster. Now, um, my lady who's been taking care of uh, PR for me for many years, uh, she's really brilliant. Her name is Louise. She's on this live. Now, PR has changed because maybe back in the, the day, PR was about reputation management. And then maybe it's sort of about print media and then it becomes digital media. And now a big part of PR is getting who you're representing on podcasts and YouTube channels. So you could go on someone's podcast and you could get to their whole followership. Back, what, 15 years ago, um, uh, uh, maybe 10, no, 15, 10, 15. Um, what would be deemed as a joint venture in the world of internet marketing is I have a database. Let's say I have 10,000 people that subscribe to me. This is pre-GDPR, by the way. Uh, and then let's say um, my friend, uh, or let's say it's Louise, who has 10,000 subscribers to her following. I could promote her and introduce her to my subscribers, the 10,000, and she could reciprocally, in a reciprocity, also pre um, present me and my offering to her subscribers. And then I'm going to get some new subscribers and she's going to get some new subscribers. There's no payment in exchange or anything like that. Um, yeah. And job done. We share each other's community. Uh, now you can do that on YouTube videos, uh, YouTube channels, uh, on podcasts. Uh, I know someone who, who I follow on LinkedIn who does LinkedIn collaborations. And she's got a really big LinkedIn following. Just doing two-person interviews with, uh, and um, putting the video content on both platforms, hers and her partner's that she partners with and she does a collaboration every single week. I'm doing a collaboration with someone who was on Love Island in, in, in a couple of weeks time. Um, I've interviewed people on my podcast and I put it on YouTube and it's got 100 or 200 or 250,000 views. Martin, Martin Bailey here. So Martin, we still need to do that collaboration. It's funny, you've just um, messaged. But Martin has a really good following on her um, toxic uh, relationship recovery. Uh, she's never even done a live. Ma Martin, I can help you, you can help me. Um, I've been talking a fair bit about my therapy, so we could probably have a good conversation. Martin could come to my studio or we could meet somewhere. She could sit next to me here. We could do a live. We live it to my community, her community. Martin said here, um, she did uh, a post that got 82,000 shares. I did a post and it all said, uh, all it said was, don't go back to what broke you. Don't go back to what broke you. And it got 82,000 shares. There you go. So, um, you know, a, a modern way of doing business would be to collaborate. So Martin and I have a conversation about relationships and therapy and self-worth and stuff like that. We love it to my page. We love it to her page. Um, you know, my page gets a lots of shares. Her page gets a lots of shares. And all of a sudden she's reaching a new community and I'm reaching a new community. This is modern business. Uh, and you could collaborate with pretty much anyone as long as you saw shared values. Um, and it's very exciting times to be an entrepreneur. By the way, I haven't finished. I've got loads more, but a couple of things. I did a test yesterday. So you probably know for 500 stars, which is just $5 to me, $5 to me, you can get a shout out for your business, your brand, your page, your podcast, your Facebook group, your website on this very live. Now I have 141,800 people that follow me. So this, these videos could potentially reach them. Sometimes there might be 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 120 on the live, but often it, that turns into five, 10, 15, 20,000 views plus. So just for 500 stars, which is $5 to me, you can put that link in the video. So five. So I'm being innovative. I've, I'm one of only 20 people in the um, world that has the stars feature. And I'm being innovative and, basic, innovative. and basically, you can promote yourself on my page. 
for $5. But I did an experiment yesterday, and that was only to supporters. But I did a live video to supporters, and I said for an extra 500 stars, so that's 1,000 stars, you can also have a thread, so your own post in my supporters Facebook group. And you can basically promote whatever product or service you're promoting at the time, even if you want to get people to join groups or um, whatever. Now, these are not normally allowable in my Facebook group rules because I have a few Facebook communities. And I'm going to offer the same to you on this video right now if you're watching. So if you give me a thousand stars, that's just $10 to me, then you can shout out your business, your brand, your podcast, your website on this video. But also then you can go in my Disruptive Entrepreneur community that has 18,200 members and you can put your own unique post there. Now, I've been offered hundreds of pounds and I'm talking high hundreds by Blinkist to do one post and they pay me to do four and you can get it for just $10 to me um, if you hit me up with a thousand stars. So I just thought, I'd get, one, give you that opportunity, but two, again, show you how the world is changing. Stars is basically Facebook's new currency um, and they're just betering it at the moment, beta testing it with me and 19 other, what they deem to be influencers in, in the world. Um, but essentially, um, you give me stars. Now, in, initially, I guess they set it up because it's for gratitude to follow the people that, that you know, you like to follow and you want to give some stars as a support. Um, the supporter program, I have nearly 2,500 supporters. Um, and of course, those supporters um, get extra content from me and extra access to me and they pay a monthly subscription. Now, none of this existed nine months ago. I, I was just doing Facebook videos for free, hoping that you might join me sometime somewhere in the distant future um, if you have faith in what I do, you know, and might engage my companies. Because, you know, of course, I keep giving good value out and I want to do that. But if there's never any trickle down revenue and no return, then it's, you're just doing it for free. And, you know, there's an opportunity cost of time there. But so really, for many years, you only really got paid um, after. So you do a video and you'd hope that someone finds your podcast or finds your um, Facebook group or find your book or find your audio book or find your website or, you know, whatever other assets you have online. You need lots of assets online, by the way, if you have a YouTube channel. If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for right now in the UK there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. And Instagram and a TikTok and everything else, all these assets means you find people who trickle down and you catch them in your little web, if you like, and they subscribe to these channels. And then they get some more of your content across that channel and they have an opportunity to buy your product or come to your event or see more about what you do or hire you as a consultant or a public speaker. And that that nurtures and that's natural. And I call that trickle down revenue. And that could take weeks or months and it's accidental and you, you don't really it's not like the traditional American funnel sales. So it's natural. It's organic. I roughly worked out my podcast has generated about three million pound in trickle down revenue, but it's kind of hard to track. 
Um, so that's that's the basis upon which I always did um, content. You know, I'm recording this for my Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. It's a live video that's going to my uh, Facebook page. Um, but now the game has changed because I could promote my supporter program. And what is $3.49 times 2,500? Okay, it's about eight grand a month. Now, if I charge $9.99, which you can, that would be uh, 25 grand a month. And if I had 5,000 supporters, that would be 50 grand a month. Um, bingo, that's, that's a career. For most people, that's more than they're ever going to earn in their life. Just doing Facebook videos, just on Facebook. And I normally earn anywhere between 60 and $150 per video where I um, talk about stars. I only run in three videos do I even ask for stars or talk about stars or offer you some benefits for stars because I don't want you to think I'm doing it all the time. I'm just figuring it all out and testing it like the other 19 guys are. But I'll earn on average 60 to 150 um, per video when I ask for stars. And Laura, you are the first. So Laura um, is a certified NLP trainer. She helps people unleash their potential in business and life. So Laura's given me a thousand stars. Thank you, Laura. Also, you can put that same post or whatever post you want. You can put your full bio if you want in the Disruptive Entrepreneur community. That won't be deleted. I'll put a comment underneath saying that's admin approved. And so you have just invested $10 to me, but you might get one client, five clients, and that might be worth thousands to you. So if anyone else wants to take me up on that opportunity, just hit me up with a thousand stars in the comments and you can do that. So it's really exciting. You can set up a podcast and have people all over the world come and listen to you. One of my clients, um, Natalie, Natalie Bailey, she just launched her podcast. She got to number eight in the business chart, charts, which is brilliant because she's fairly new to business. She doesn't have a big following. And she's got listeners in eight different countries. So number eight in business and listeners in eight different countries just posting on social media in different groups. Wow. I mean, that's pretty amazing. What would it have taken to, got, to get your book eighth in the business charts in 1990. What would it have taken to have customers in eight different countries in 1980? I mean, it's just insane to think how, how different business is. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, I'm, I've got no script here, by the way, I've got no notes. There are my notes, <laughs> my laptop's closed. Um, so I'm just sort of giving you my intuition and sense of where things are going. Content marketing. A lot of people talk about content marketing. I think you should take the word marketing out because I think I see this because I, I admin Progressive Property Community has 27,700 members. Disruptive Entrepreneur has 18,200 or something like members. And I see people all the time doing content marketing. No, they're not. They're doing marketing. It's a covert, sorry, it's an overt sale and sometimes it's even covert. New member pitch or existing member clearly trying to raid your group. They're not really giving value. They're giving as minimum value as they can because they're really trying to pitch covertly. And I think if you think someone is posting and you sense it's a pitch, probably turns you off. So I have this following view. I think you should call it content and not content marketing. And you should just put content out there. Now, um, you could say, all right, Rob, well, if I keep putting content out there, how do I make any money? Well, I believe it's better to do content, 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 pitch than pretend content, pretend content, pretend content, pretend content, pretend content, pretend content. I'd much rather you gave five really good value posts that people go, wow, love it, learned a lot, interesting, want to share that. And then when you pitch, you pitch properly. You don't pretend to pitch, you pitch. Because people don't mind being sold to when it's something that they want. And they don't mind being sold to when the value has been created already and the goodwill has been created. But too many people are doing all these covert pitches and this content marketing, which is really marketing. 
Now, let me ask you this question. Let me know in, in the threads if you would do this too. But you know if someone posted a brilliant video or a brilliant post and you thought, I learned a lot, I was entertained, you know, I was educated, would you then, off your own back, go and find them, their podcast, maybe find their Facebook group, maybe Google them? Give me a yes if you would or a no if you wouldn't. Because a lot of people are, you know, um, putting a bit of content, loads of links, and they're always trying to link you out. And the Facebook and the social media algorithms will reduce your reach if you link out. But I don't think you need to link out. I think if your content is good enough, they won't need to click a link. They'll just go and have a look anyway. They'll go and follow you on your Facebook page. They'll go and follow you on your Patreon. They'll go and subscribe to your podcast and join your Facebook group. And everyone so far here has put a yes. Um, on that note, Andy Harris has just given me a thousand stars. So thank you very much, uh, Andy. Um, he said that my um, 15 minute call helped him and was thought provoking. So thank you. That's very kind of you, Andy. But as you've given a thousand stars, I don't want you to do that just for gratitude. You can shout out your business, your brand, your podcast, your website, both on this video and in the Disruptive Entrepreneur community. Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts, for any training that we might run. Not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a, a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anythings. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. So Rick said, my podcast is how he found the Facebook group and then he's in the Facebook group and now he's a supporter and maybe in the future he'll do courses with me. Whereas if my first post was, hey, I'm Rob and I'm pretending to give you value, but actually I want you to buy all my courses, he might end up getting turned off. Now, by the way, I have no problem with selling. I like selling. You've got to sell if you want to put money in the bank. I have no problem selling, but I think you either sell or you don't sell and you don't pretend. So there is no such thing as content marketing. There is only content. Um, and con good content is engaging, emotional, interesting, educational. Um, it is something that someone would feel that they would want to share with others or could get some benefit from. And I have found that um, if you regularly put out content, um, you will have a certain amount of new followers on average per day. So I would say organically, I get anywhere from 1,800 to 4,500 organic new followers a week. So that would be uh, totaling, it's not the podcast actually, because that's hard to track, but that would be um, all my other social media. So supporters, 
Patreon. I just launched my Patreon recently, by the way. Um, so I now have a personal development and mindset collective on Patreon. Um, so I have 2,500 supporters, 107, 16 Patreons. Um, we measure my Facebook groups, my YouTube channel, etc. So I'm getting anywhere between 1,800 and 4,000, what, seven sixes. Yeah, 4,500, something like that. Organic, not paid for, not one penny of ads, new followers. And that is based on uh, two Facebook videos a day. I'll probably average about 10 a week, to be fair, on my page. I do a text post as well in the day. So that's three posts a day on my page. Probably 10 posts a week in my Disruptive Entrepreneur group. Probably only one a week in my Progressive Property group. I probably only do one a week on my profile and I never sell on my profile. Probably do one YouTube video a day. Probably do two Instagram posts a day. And probably do one LinkedIn post a day. And do three podcasts a week. So if you work that out, what's that? About um, 21, 30. Let's say it's 60 pieces of content a week. Let's say it's something like that. I do 60 pieces of content a week. It's, I don't pay for any ads and I get between 1,800 on the low end and 4,500 on, on a good week. Organic new followers. Now, if I was paying for ads between five and 10 pound, which is what I'd probably pay for a follower or a subscriber, what, so what's 4,500 times 10 pound? I'd have to pay four and a half grand a week to get 4,500 um, followers through ads and of course loads of them are going to give you shitty mobile numbers loads of them are going to be unresponsive now here's the thing with ads you're going to get attrition shitty mobile numbers shitty phone numbers you know people who are just trying to get the free thing but when someone follows you okay the algorithms might reduce the reach but when someone follows you they want to follow you um, okay and Lydia has said here and you answer all of us individually I do my best to do that I need to do another shower here. So Darren, Darren Galvin, thank you very much for your 1,060 stars. So get Darren, please share what your business and your brand is that you want to promote on my page here right now in this video and also in the Disruptive Entrepreneurs community. I know um, Darren has expert apps and I know he builds apps. So if that's something that you're looking into, Darren's probably a good guy to go to for that. So Martine's saying the same thing. She, gets, she seems to have a similar amount of new followers and she doesn't pay anything. Now, imagine getting 4,500 new followers, subscribers or leads from a magazine ad. Now, a magazine would have to have millions of readers and you'd be paying tens of thousands of pounds for that. So the business world is changing. It's exciting. The next thing is repurposing. So I am currently doing this Facebook Live to you. It is about uh, just past half past eight in the evening. Um, chillaxing just on a, a, an, an iPhone. It's not even the newest iPhone. And I have um, a Zoom H1. So you can get an iPhone for what? 50 quid a month, a good iPhone with your plan. I don't know, 50 quid a month or 70 quid a month. I don't know. You can get a Zoom H1 with a clip-on lav mic for less than 100 quid. And there's this Joby, this little tripod I've got. It's just a small tripod. Um, what's that, ladies? 12 inches? <laughs> so there's it's about um six inches tall this um joby tripod so the tripod is 15 quid the phone is 50 70 80 quid a month um and then the h1 is 100 quid so for 200 quid 
and then a monthly 50 to 70 ongoing, you have your full media suite. I have my YouTube um, channel, I have my Facebook Lives, I have my LinkedIn Lives, I have access to all my social media with my hundreds or thousands or millions of followers, I have my podcast, I have LinkedIn videos, I have Instagram videos, I have Instagram Lives, you name it, I've got it. I could do Ask Me Anythings, I can do posts in communities, I can do lives in other people's communities, I can reach millions of people just from this really cheap, easy to use um, hardware. So you are now a media company. I used to have a property training company called Progressive Property. Progressive Property is now no longer a pro just a property training company. It's a media company because it has communities and it does YouTube videos uh, and it does documentaries and it do we, we do lives and podcasts. So podcast is our radio station and YouTube is our TV show. Progressive Property, my founding initial company, is a media company. You are a media company. You can edit your videos on iMovie or some kind of um, you know, software app on your phone. And all of a sudden now you've got this massive reach. So um, Martin said a reach is around 3 million a month. Martin, is that just from your Facebook page or is that from your other social media? I haven't looked at reach, actually. Um, I, I wonder if the reach... Hmm. I don't know. I prefer views to reach. Um, so if I look at um, a video, sometimes on LinkedIn, I'll have a post that has reached three million people um, or quite regularly 250 or 500,000. But the comments won't be anywhere near that. It might be 100 comments or 200 comments. How many people has it really reached? I'm not sure. Um, but I, hey, look, if you track that metric, then you track that metric. And if it's going up, then it's going up. Now, I believe at the moment there are two schools of thought with all of this. Ah, oh, social media and, you know, all of this stuff, Patreon, podcasts, all that. It's overwhelming. You know, I just want to do what I know. Uh, and there, there's some people who are getting left behind um, all of these new, fast platforms. Like this video is live. It's not buffering. So it's live. So you're probably seeing this about two seconds after I'm doing it. And then when I hit that finish button, that goes up and then it's recorded and then it's there and then it stays there. And then you can see it on my page forever. You can scroll back my page and you can see uh, videos I posted seven years ago. Um, you can go back to my first podcast and you can listen to that one that I recorded four years and two months ago, or I recorded 470 episodes ago. So this is the next thing in assets. So, um, you know, I just don't, sorry, I sort of interrupted myself because I was talking about these people who don't really yet get social media and kind of the internet and the new method of doing business and not embracing all these new platforms and channels. Uh, and I just think they're going to get left behind. I think they're the dinosaurs. And there are kids who are eight years old that are earning 26 million on their YouTube channel like this kid Ryan did. And there are YouTubers like Dan TDM that get 90 million views on their channel. And he's, he lives down the road. He's in his 20s. Uh, uh, honestly, YouTube and podcasts and social media and Twitch and all these gaming platforms in eSports, it's massive opportunity. And it, to some degree, some people say, oh, well, the young, they've got more of an advantage because they're in it, they do it, they know it, they live it, they breathe it. Well, you can learn it. Who says you can't learn it? Why can't you learn it? Um, yeah, so oh, th th I interrupted myself, I finished myself, and now what I was saying, I've forgotten. Um, I think I've saw someone else give some stars. I think I need to do another shout out. Um, or was it Darren who's the, the most recent one? 
Apparently Camilla's nan is watching me. My sister is watching me. Hi Elaine, love you. Hope you're uh, doing well. Um, okay, so Martin's um, reach last month was 9.2 million. Engagement was 1.2 million and page likes was 25,000. So you have, so did you have 25,000 new page likes, Martin? Or did you have 25,000 in total? Um, I've seen some of your posts, Martin, you know, they're sometimes very simple, just image quotes and a few words and they get masses of shares. Um, now, uh, sometimes 25 shares or not many, more than 25 shares could reach up to a million people on social media. Um, and sharing is a good way to get extra reach. Uh, encouraging sharing. So if you think this video has been useful, please do share it on some of your social media platforms if you think other people can benefit from it. Um, I never really used to ask for shares because you think, oh, well, you know, it's probably my ego. I'm, I'm too cool to ask for shares. Um, but actually, um, I've since found I get three to four times as many shares if I ask for shares. Now, I tend not to ask for shares unless I feel I've given good content and good value and I feel like I've earned the right. And I definitely don't ask for shares at the start. You know, you see a lot of people, please like, share, subscribe, click in a desperate way straight away. That's not really my style. But if you found this content useful, whether it's on the podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur, or whether it's on my Facebook page, please do share it. Um, help it to reach other people and help other people, as you can hear. You know, I'm not pitching anything. It's all just help and value. And of course, it helps me too. Um, great. So, Martine, because it sounds like you're doing really well, is this just from Facebook? Are you doing any other social media channels? Um, because I think if you create a multimedia strategy whereby, you know, you're posting on LinkedIn and you're posting on uh, your Facebook page and you have a Facebook group um, and you have a podcast and you have a YouTube channel, I think then you've got multimedia, multiple streams of leads, multiple streams of income. Um, and I actually think it is important to be on uh, lots of media. Now, some people would say you should focus on one. Just focus on YouTube. Make YouTube great. Well, yes, I think you should probably have a, a greater focus on one channel because you're probably not going to get great at all of them. But if you have a, a focus on one channel, maybe 70% of your time, but then you do the others for the rest of your time uh, and, you, and you repurpose and you leverage. So um, at the moment, this is being recorded on my Zoom H1. So this could be a disruptive entrepreneur episode. Well, it, well, it will be. Um, in six months time, it could then be um, a, a podcast episode for another one of my podcasts. Um, this video is live on Facebook. It could be shared into my group. It, uh, a 10 minute ex excerpt could be put onto LinkedIn. It could go on my YouTube channel. And then all of a sudden I've got created five or six assets from this one video. So yeah, there's a lot of leverageable, repurposable, um, repurposability, if you like, in um, social media. Whenever I do public speeches, so I, I get paid my public speaking fee. Uh, and then what I'll do is I'll record the video um, of the talk or the promoter will record the video of the talk and then I'm able to use that on social media. So the audio might go on a podcast of the, of the keynote talk um, and then the video might go on my YouTube channel. I just did a speech at ChampionCon, which is about five, 600 people there. Just got the video back. So now we're going to extract the audio. That'll be a podcast episode. Take the video. That'll be a, a YouTube um, video. And I've already been paid for that because I got my, my, my speaker um, keynote fee. So really actually um, quite powerful uh, and quite leverageable. And I did that talk a few weeks ago. And then I might get, um, I don't know, I might get 10,000 or 50,000 or 100,000 views on YouTube. Also, you've got a bit of a hedge. So when I interview my guests, so let's say it's Grant Cardone. Um, some, I've interviewed Grant Cardone twice now, I've become quite good friends with Grant. So um, sometimes I put it on the podcast and the podcast will get more listens than the YouTube video. And sometimes I put it on YouTube and the YouTube video will get more views than the 
um, podcast episodes. So with David Icke, the YouTube videos got way more. With David Goggins, the YouTube videos got way more because both of those are YouTube gold. They did really well on the podcast, but they did even they did way better on YouTube. Whereas Sam Warburton, he went viral on my podcast, but you know, but, but, so he went, I got more listens on the podcast than the the YouTube channel. But in reality, it's the same content. I'm just recording it on the podcast and we're doing the, the video camera interview, you know, the, the, two, the two camera option. So, uh, yeah, so much you can do on social media. And, and I really think social media and business is just, it's just the same thing now. You can't split them. I better just check the Liverpool score. Um, so, you know, I think people think that business and social media are kind of two separate entities. I don't think they are. Um, oh, West Ham hit back. That's annoying. So, you know, for me... Um, Social media, I don't do personal stuff on social media. It's, it's not, I know some people do and that's cool. For me, it's purely a business play. Um, and it's also really fun. So that, that's kind of a cool thing as well, just playing around on social media and working out all the new tools. And I got rewarded um, sort of nine months ago because I got um, given the stars function uh, and the supporters function. So supporters is I get premium. So people are able to pay me a small retainer. I, I chose the, the lowest payment option because I wanted to have big reach and really wanted to um, get in there more with Facebook. Facebook will give me an account manager now, which is something that's really rare. If you go on any of the forums, it's so rare to hear back from Facebook. That's my dog. Um, so uh, I really feel like this investment in content regularly uh, has been something that uh, has paid back in uh, dividends and droves. Um, so just stick at it. Keep putting the content out there. Stay consistent. Stay regular. It will come back to you. Um, uh, Martine, um, how many posts a day do you do? That'll be interesting. Martine uses mainly quotes and her new 25,000 likes are from shares. Martine, I said to you on one of our, my vi live videos before, we should do a, a live collaboration. And then you said you've never done a live on your channel. So if you've never done a live on your channel, I bet you that would go quite well. I'm more than happy to do that with you and to help and show you. You can come to the studio. We can do it all in the studio where it's all sort of set up and professional and all, all the sort of tech is taken care of. You don't have to. I'm just saying um, if you're up for it, I know you're a supporter. Um, and I think um, we could both get equal mutual benefit from that. Okay, Camilla, out of interest, if you grow your page channel via only quotes, etc., are you attracting the right type of client? Well, to be honest, um, you, you probably don't necessarily know. I suppose it depends on your outcome. So um, I will do lives and quotes and text, although text on a long text, especially on a, on a Facebook page, doesn't seem to get good reach. I like to vary the content, um, but I, I know the niche that Martine is in, and so in, in that niche, the quotes are really good. Um, yeah, and I think that it's good for variety. I, I do reckon if Martine did some lives, um, that, you know, people would get to see her and feel her and know her and get a sense of her. And I think that that would really benefit her, but she may have a choice to do that or not to do that. Um, sometimes people don't do it just because they don't know how to do it and they're not that comfortable with it. It also depends on what the product or service is. Is she trying to monetize it? Is, is, is there a play behind it or is it just to, to create value? Uh, and Martinez just said, um, definitely attracting my ideal client, get around 50 messages a week from that. So it's nice inbound leads. Inbound leads for free. Can't argue with that. And that's another thing about social media, isn't it? Inbound leads for free. So consistent content, not content marketing, content, repurposing as much as you can, um, leveraging as many media as you can using very cheap home-based equipment, Becoming a commentator in your space. So someone said to me today, hey, Rob, how do you become a thought leader? 
And I said, I think you just need to redefine it because people are talking about thought leaders and influencers and they are titles bestowed upon you by other people. But what you can call yourself is a commentator for your industry. So you can comment on um, and commentate on your industry uh, and you can show good knowledge and good experience and good care for not just your business model, but your wider industry. You comment on all the stuff that's in the news. Um, so if it's about relationships, then Martin can comment on relationships in the, in, in the wider media or in the news and come across you know, and, and, and sort of leverage some bigger news uh, in a hopefully a caring way, although people do that in a critical way. It's not my style, but people do. Um, and over time, media will approach you, PR will approach you, podcasters and YouTubers will approach you. People will share your work. They will, um, you know, start to view you as a thought leader, even if you're not necessarily the biggest person in the space. Um, yeah, so Martin does six pieces of content a day. There you go. That's interesting. So I only do three on my page. Looks like maybe I should do more. Um, uh, and yeah, hmm. we're, we're all learning from each other. Um, it, podcast would be a great one for you, Martin. I know Camilla's just about to launch her podcast too. So that would really work. Look, I could go on for a long, long time about all of this. Maybe I'll do a part two because there were a few things that came into my head. That I was like, oh, I've got to share this with you. But then they went out of my head and I started engaging with you on the live, which is going to sound a bit weird on the podcast. So I'm going to tune out soon. Final chance then if you're watching the replay or the live, if you hit me up with a thousand stars, you get a shout for your business, your brand, your podcast, your page on this um, video, which I have 141,800 people who follow me on my Facebook page. And then you can also go into the Disruptive Entrepreneur Community, which is one of my Facebook groups, and you can put your own post in there. And that reaches 18,200. And posts in that group can get hundreds of comments sometimes. So you only need one lead or one client uh, and you pay £10 for something that might make you 100, 1,000 or 10,000 or $10 because it's in dollars, the stars program. So if you want to do that, you can either do that now live or on the replay. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. And if you found this content useful, please do share it um, on your profiles or your pages if you think other people can um, benefit. I do think the gap is widening between the older school business owners who are not embracing social media. They're not hacking the new tools and software and apps. And oh, TikTok, I'm definitely not doing TikTok. They're all kids on TikTok. Well, in 10 years, they won't all be kids on TikTok. And there's always going to be some new social media platform coming along. What I like recently that's happened is Facebook got disrupted when Cambridge Analytica scandal came out. And that, you know, a lot of people left Facebook. Of course, Instagram was growing. But who owns Instagram? Facebook, they bought it. Um, so um, they brought in new tools and new features. People think that Facebook is one, one, one media. It's not. You have pages. You have profiles. You have groups. You have ads, you have the sale groups, the face bay, you know, the actual sort of sales groups. There's streaming platforms and gaming platforms on um, Facebook. There's the supporters program. There's the stars feature. So actually, uh, Facebook is not one social media channel. It is a multimedia channel. And Facebook and Amazon and Google and, you know, the big players, they're trying to become multimedia and own you in all the different verticals where they can, creating their own currencies, keeping you native for as long as possible. Patreon, the crowdfunding, fan funding platform that I just launched my new Personal Development Mindset Collective Patreon program on. Well, supporters is essentially Patreon for Facebook. So 
um, some of the older school like YouTube and Facebook, they've really upped their game since these new social media platforms have come in. So, so that's really good for the sort of capitalist competitive market of improving service and innovation. And you can leverage it all for free. So when you hear people bitching a moment, oh, Facebook ads, I hate Facebook ads, fucking Facebook ads, there's always so many Facebook ads. Just realise they're missing a massive trick. Thanks for tuning in. If you don't risk anything, you risk it.